Coming up on TMS, Demon Anus Breath. An LSD trip. Meat Con Carnage. Did you ever read about the frog who wanted pants? And then he got some... Nice. Cop a feel of that onion. The Morning Sciatica. Eight maids of cleaning up bird shit. Yes, the band. I mean, you know, not the exclamation, the band. You take no candle in the winth. Just one inflatable. <laughs> Hold my grinch. It's Clitorator. Take me seriously, diddly do. <laughs> the art of one third of the noise. Ginned up prank call. I'm listening. Lego my parts with Bill and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Hello, this is Santa, and I am here to tell you that I eat millions of cookies each year. And yet I'm still not as morbidly obese as your mother. Hold up. Wait a minute. The Morning Stream. Ironic, isn't it? An archangel needs a monkey to get a vision from God. Hello, everyone, and welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. Five days till Christmas, Brian Ibbett. What do you think of this? It's five days. I haven't done the, uh, oh, man, I haven't done the, the advent calendar, and it's way up there. Oh, you oh. can't reach all the way up there. Let's do it. Let's oh, do it. I'm going to drop a couple Groots. Coming down. Hold on. Hold on. A couple Groots got to come off of this thing because they're right. going to fall. Two Groots and let's you're see, all yeah. set. Two oh, Groots for go. Sister Sarah. All right. Let's see what we got for uh, yeah. day 20. Yeah. Day 20. Big day. Big day. I'm going to make a prediction. Um, all right. Alternate uh, Thanos. Another Thanos, but a different version. Now, I will tell you that yesterday was was um cookie thanos oh that was cookie thanos because we put it in the album or the show art oh that's right yeah so uh then no i'm gonna change my i'm gonna change my thing it's gonna be yeah. iron man related that's all i'll say okay all right iron man iron man let's see what we get mm-hmm. iron man <laughs> it is Ooh, it's a thor that i don't have damn it let's see i mean that's great oh it's a thor carrying bearing a gift he's cute. oh he oh he's so they didn't make him like a cookie or, or a candy cane or whatever they just I already have a, a i already have a cookie thor gotcha so that's a theme I where think, a bunch of them are cookies yeah i'd say um let's see one two three four five six seven eight nine ten so ten of these that i've gotten so far have not been cookies uh, which I guess means that 10 of them have, right? If I do the math. Well, let me ask you this. If yeah. Thanos is a cookie, does that make him a ginger snap? <laughs> oh, well done, sir. Uh, that... cre- credit where it's due. A knack attack in the chat said it. He said, oh, I'm a crack a yes. Yeah. You, 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 I, I owe you one there, buddy. That was a good joke. Uh, nicely done. Well, that's yeah. good. So you, uh, you're going to catch them all, Brian. All of them. I'm going to catch them all. Still no. I have Spider-Man with a... An ugly sweater, yeah. which is kind of cool because he's pointing at himself like, like oh, the yeah. meme. Yeah, yeah, look at that. He's like, so that's hey, kind of cool. I I'm like Spider-Man. that one a lot. Yeah. Yep. But uh, and and you know, I've got Hulk with the uh, presence, angry Hulk with the, uh, you know, shaking presence. Or okay. Doing so in theory, there's a, there's a version of every character holding presence. There's a version of all of them as cookies, right? Is that kind of in theory? Yes. Okay. And um, uh, they're just better. There's a there's a Spider-Man on the box that has a Santa hat on. And that better be oh. <clears throat> that better be in the box somewhere. Maybe it'll be Christmas Day. Maybe you know what we'll do is uh, on Thursday. I'm gonna we're just gonna open all the rest of them. We're okay. just gonna so in two days we're opening everything that's unopened, which I think will only be like two or three 
two or three that aren't open. But. By the way, my own, the only, so in the 12 days of Christmas, which is not this, yeah. this is an advent calendar, which is 25 days. <laughs> right. <laughs> right yes. um, but uh, it reminded me, I was listening to a version of it yesterday, and sure. I've never given it much thought until now, but I really don't understand the Lord's a leaping. Like everything yeah. else makes sense to me. You got maids milking, you got diamond rings, you got, you know, weird birds. Do, do this, I mean, do, let's think about this for one second. Do the maids of milking really make sense? Because. Are they just going to be constantly milking? Well, they're milkmaids, right? So that's their whole deal. So they're so yeah. I think every day they're up at four. Are, are they wet nurses? Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> I think every day they're up at four milking the cow, right. bring, bringing it in. So they're just always milking. So so what that transaction was was I'm a, b- a very rich landlord and I've given you uh, eight of these ladies. Sure. Is it eight of them? Eight maids of milking? Uh, eight maids of milking. Okay. Seven swans of swimming. So yeah. wait a minute. But what are those maids going to be doing? Because those cows ain't going to be producing milk 24-7. Oh, good what point. What are they going to be yeah. doing while the cows aren't, while they, you know, once they've drained the udders of milk, That's their a really maids good point. are sitting around. Perfect point. Maids, I would, I, maids gotta, are idling. Uh, maids <laughs> are idling, yeah. You could put them to work and have them do other shit, you know? Like, sure. I don't well, know why what. can't they leap? They when could leave. They could milking, leave. You're right. And then you could actually like learn to pipe, maybe play a drum. See, and maybe is, and maybe you could actually, you know, save me some money on what my what I'm getting my true love. This is the problem with excess and rich people. They just can't stop with that. They have to keep going. They don't think that oh the mil- the maids could milk and then later take care of the leaping. Nope, got to buy right, right, got to buy you know, nine lords. You know, help with the massive amount of bird shit that's going to be all over the place. Yeah, no Maybe doubt. they can help with that, right? No doubt. I don't know if you saw this. It reminds me of another thing. There's uh, Sony's headquarters in. It's either here or in in Japan. I don't know where, but their big Sony logo. You know, it's just the word Sony up in the yeah. corner of a yeah. big glass oh, I building. I saw your photo of this. Yes, Did you see all that. <laughs> There's some bird living up there, and he is shitting on everything. Living in the S. Dumb bird. Why wouldn't you have more, way more room in the O, bird? Uh, yeah, live in the O, bird. Live in the O. Yeah, Maybe that's, that's why like the, the poo's going everywhere. Apartment in the sky. But I love it. And uh, I, li- I tried to imagine what competing video game bird is up there doing that, you know? <laughs> it's Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, like a Nintendo, <laughs> some kind of Nintendo thing. I was thinking the owl that gives you coffee in Animal Crossing. He could be up there oh, yeah. just taking that, a dump. One of, the, uh, one of the ostriches in Joust. C- sure. Could be third yeah. party Angry Bird or something. Some, someone's right. mad at exactly. Sony. They're dumping it all over. Of course, Captain Kipper, first one on the on the job here with a nice link. Yeah, Banjo. It wasn't Banjo Kazooie. That was, oh no, that was a Nintendo game, or was that a? It was Nintendo, yeah, was but it was made by a uh, Nintendo game made by Rare. Which so technically it was third party, but Nintendo had the rights to publish. So okay, that's why. Cool. And Rare is currently owned by Microsoft. So in theory, I don't know if they have the rights to make one or not. They they had the rights to make. No, they do because they made banjo nuts and bolts for the 360. So actually, the rights are now Microsoft's. Yeah, yeah, not platform specific. I was just sitting here watching the cat knock over every single mini Advent calendar Funko Pop that I've gotten as she decided to uh, wander my desk. So, eh, whatever. Third, third host. It's a cat. It's It's fine. Cat. Uh, That reminds me also. You keep reminding me of, of relevant things. Oh, good, good. Our cat, or Carter's cat, because I don't want to claim him right now, <laughs> last night at about 11, scratching at my door, because he's missing yep. Carter's attention, so now he's trying to get it from me. So he comes on the bed, and he gets all curled up on my chest and just starts breathing his hideous demon anus breath on me. Yeah. And I'm petting him, and it's fine. Then I'm like, all right, buddy, you got to go in your little space in there. So I put him in the room he stays in. 
And usually he's yeah. fine in there all night. But last night he decides to put his paws up underneath the door, pull on the door, and then let go. And it made this like bonk, bonk, bonk sound. <laughs> and he really? did it all night long, Brian, to the point that I almost oh. killed a cat. I feel like I was so pissed. I, was so, I couldn't sleep. He just kept doing this thing. And to this you know, moment, I just, if I see him, yeah. I'm going to, I don't trust myself around him right now. I need, I need some time away from him. So Carter, if you're listening, your cat sucks. He's the worst. Aww. Deckard Kane. Deckard Kane, the cat. That's Stay a while. Cat's going to do what cat's going to do. I get so excited about talking about the uh, the guy on the flight out to Boston um, that I didn't talk about the flight back, which for the most part was um, uneventful, yeah. except for uh, the two babies. Uh-oh. That were far enough, you know, I, I always think about Kim when I hear a baby crying on a plane. It's like, oh, that Kim would be over there trying to help the, the lady out and say, hey, can I hold him while you eat your your bag of crackers or whatever they give you? Yeah. Uh, they were too far away. They were close enough that I could hear them through my no- noise-canceling AirPods Pro. <laughs> with with noise-canceling with on. Noise, with noise-cancellation off. Oh. And all I could think of was that I was basically listening to an all-baby cover, 45-minute cover of the dueling guitar solo ending <laughs> to Hotel California, which I think is Joe Walsh and Timothy B. Schmidt or something. I can't remember. Uh, yeah. Uh, who the other? Who the who the two guitarists? That's the one exactly. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, at least you had fun with it and made a little you know fun idea in your head about it while it was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're right, though. Kim would have been over there, like holding it. She would have been over there and helping out and stuff. I was reading uh, this. Oh, I can't reach it. It's far over there. I was reading a uh, an autobiography by uh, a man named Trevor Horn. Mm. And you're saying to yourself, mm, "I don't know the name Trevor Horn." Are you saying that to yourself, or do you? Are, are I am you, saying uh, that. I'm this whole time. I'm saying in my head, I don't know Trevor Horn, and why should I know that name? So now I'm excited because yes. I'm gonna learn. I'm going to tell you why you should know that name. Okay. He. Joined forces with uh, Bruce Woolley of Bruce Woolley and the Camera Club to form the band The Buggles and oh. uh, gave us the very first video on MTV, Video Killed the Radio Star. But other than that, he is a record producer and musician who was one third of The Art of Noise oh, for a while. The Art of Noise, love uh, them. Yeah. Uh, he, wa- he produced uh, Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. He love produced Crazy yeah. by Seal. The Look of Love and Shoot That Poison Arrow by ABC. Um, what else? Uh, Jeez, so much. Like quite, yeah. the, quite the producer, man. I didn't know that. The sound of the 80s, in my opinion, is largely due to uh, to Trevor Horn. Oh, yeah, yes. The uh, 90125 <laughs> album. So the... Oh, the band, the, yes. Got it. The band, yes. Sorry, not the, not the exclamation, <laughs> yes. I was like, wait a minute, Brian just said, oh, yes? And I went, oh, yes. Wait a minute, what? Yeah, you know, uh, Owner of a Lonely Heart. That was all Trevor Horn. And that was, it was the scraps left over from uh, Owner of a Lonely Heart that led to uh, The Art of Noise and Beatbox and Moments in Love and a lot of those, a lot of those, uh, I had no uh, idea. Great Art of Noise songs. I would say Art of Noise, probably responsible for. A good eighty percent of what drives me in music. I love yeah. anything, it kind of industrial, 
voice dun, samples getting dun, used. I, dun, I love dun, it. Dun, 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 like other so- songs from the era, like 19, 19, yeah, the whole yeah. thing. All Hardcastle, yeah. Love that shit. Take California, more modern version of it. I love techno that includes that stuff now. I got to be in one with that uh, yeah. laser song. Like I love that, right, and it's right. all back to Art of Noise. It does. It goes all the way back. And a yeah. uh, piece of trivia that I learned uh, that, that I think is... It's fascinating to a, a dork like me. Uh, oh, what? Did you not knock enough stuff off? Did you try to knock more stuff off? <laughs> well, it's a cat, you know. Uh, piece of trivia. So, you know that that moment in uh, Close to the Edit by Art of Noise where uh, to be in England in oh. the summertime yeah. with my love, close to the edit. Love that. Uh, she was a receptionist at the record studio that trevor horn owned oh really <laughs> and she's also a woman who at the end of shoot that poison arrow they have their little little uh uh bit talking with her and martin fry at the end yeah and uh, he says uh, i thought you loved me now it seems like you don't care and then she replies i care enough to know that i could never love you and that's wow. the same it's the same receptionist so she's like all over those early uh tum she get paid uh, for that stuff do you think like, probably okay. oh i'm sure i hope so yeah. i hope so i hope so right those are but she's not the one she's not the one who says hey no uh that they use all over that art of noise song and that the uh prodigy captured and moved into firestarter oh reused, right reused in firestarter another band i adore holy yes. crap dude rest in peace yeah. singer again another you know connection and that uh <laughs> that um so this book that, goes into all that, like you, you. This book goes into all that stuff. I think I would I really enjoy this. You would, I think you would really love this book. It was such a quick read. I read it over the course of the two flights back from Boston to Chicago and the Chicago to Denver, mm. and um, that uh, that hey was actually said by like Christina something Pilkington, who is heir to the Pilkington Glass Company in England or something like that. Weird. No relation to perfectly spherical head Carl Pilkington no, as no, far as I no know. No relation. But, I mean, maybe uh, somewhere yeah. way back, but that's interesting. Yeah, That's fascinating. Anyway, so I think so I'd enjoy it. Go. I may have to check it out. What's the name of the book again? Just... The book is called Adventures in Modern Recording by Trevor Horn. All right. And I'm sure there's if there's an audio book and it's read by Trevor Horn, that seems like it would be the way to go. Well, you think everywhere he sits, it's the horn section? (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, I got to Speaking of music, this is perfect transition. Look at that. It's almost like we planned this, but we really didn't, folks. No, we we didn't even talk about this. This is like all new to Brian. Um, So here's here's a little thing I've been holding that I've been wanting to talk to you about um, since you left. And I got kind of into Neil Diamond lately. Don't know why. Just am. And been listening quite a bit to his greatest hits. And he's got some remastered stuff, a recent Christmas album, like... I just, I don't know, I'm in the mood for this yeah. cheese ball business from, from yesteryear. And um, I found a lyric, a lot of his lyrics are a little bit weird and of their time and make him seem like he was ancient in his 20s, you know? Yeah. just yeah. That, That's just Neil Diamond. Well, yeah. one of these lyrics I hear a million times and I need to talk about it because <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, right. Oh, I love this. Yeah, go ahead. And there's a lot of, you know, one of them's a little creepy, like, uh, you'll be a woman soon. It's just right, a little creepy. Right, which Urge Overkill covered for Pulp Fiction and... Uh, yes. It's just, it's yeah. a little weird, you know? It is. It's like, wait, what are you saying? You're, you'll be a woman soon. It's like, here's okay. my number. <laughs> yeah, let me know when you... 
Uh, proper Reach age. Legal age. <laughs> <laughs> so I listened to uh, this in particular, and I can't get these lyrics out of my head. So anyway, here it is. Did you ever read about a frog who dreamed of being a king and then became one? What? what? Well, that's it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you ever read? It's a frog prince story, right? It's like... Uh, is it the frog... It's the kissing one, or what is he talking about? I think so. Uh, is it the princess and the frog? Oh, the princess and the frog? Maybe is that's it? it. Charles the Third. What does that yeah. mean? I blame it. Is drugs. sometimes you just need something to fill a couple verses, and uh, <laughs> I guess so, man. He just he throws. I mean, me. that, that's that whole song where he yells at a chair, right? Oh yeah, he does yell yeah, at a chair, yeah, so it's, it's also like weird. There's an LCD trip right there. Yeah, I am. I said that's right. He's he was in a it was a place in a time, right? Right. And if right. I was there, perhaps I also would have been hopped up on maybe yeah. mushrooms or whatever they were doing. Um, okay, <laughs> well then that's out of the way. It's just weird, and I didn't like it. Here's the thing I really wanted to bring up. Sure. Okay. Oh, right. and then he has this great point in one song that goes like this. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say uh, deedly do and tried to have me take them serious, you know? Yeah, no, because that's a, a Justin Robert Young doing Adele's uh, <laughs> <laughs> rolling in the deep, isn't it? <laughs> Dead on. De- I didn't even yeah. think about that. That's probably why it jumped out at me. What was that? That was uh, Brother Love's Traveling Medicine Show or whatever it's called. Whatever the heck it is, yeah. yeah. It, there's a bunch yeah. of old stuff on there. I, in fact, that song, I don't even think I was familiar with and so that yeah. really jumped out at me but there's a really lot of great old uh, he was really good at melodic sort of he was i don't know whatever it's weird though you listen to his newer stuff because i did that just to see and his voice yeah. ain't ain't what he used to be <laughs> oh really yeah. yeah see i mean for me it like stopped and we talked about this before about his shark jumping jumping moment i think was uh uh america or song sung blue or it's like anything before that, you know, give me Cracklin' Rosie, give me, um, give me, uh, uh, that song, that brother love yeah, traveling, whatever, um, that stuff I'm all over, but it's the stuff after that. That's like, yeah. hello again. Hello. Yeah. That one sucks. That's not love on the rocks. Ain't <laughs> no, no surprise. big surprise. <laughs> Want me a drink and I'll tell you some lies. <laughs> I still sort of unironically like some of that, but not all of it. <laughs> all right, okay. But, but I do like uh, Forever oh, in Blue uh, Jeans. Dr. Calhoun, turn on your heart light. That is oh, the most yeah. you know angry what? three minutes of bullshit ever. Yeah, that's your candle in the wind. Yeah, it really is. Your, your, re- your redo of Candle in the Wind. I fully su- support the, uh, the Good point. Marilyn Monroe version. He should have just written a new song. He should. That's that's right. Look, just yeah. buy one less pair of giant weird pink glasses and make a new song. All right. Your your Elton freak actually technically your Bernie freaking Toppin. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> you could have written a new song for Princess Diana. You could have done it. All right. Yeah. Here's one more thing I want to share. It's a new trend that I need to understand so that I'm not right. so angry right. at it. It annoys the crap out of me. There's a new trend okay. on YouTube. Oh, God. All right. I don't understand it. Some people are going to say- It's worse it. than smash and subscribe and all that stuff? I think so. It's oh, worse God. because it's okay. the entire video. So I'm going to get play for you an audio example. I'm not going to show the video just because, I don't know, it doesn't need to be. Um, the audio is what matters here. I'm going to play this audio for everybody to hear. It's about 22 seconds. And 
you'll see what I mean when I get to the end of it. So here you go. This dad woke up early on the first day it snowed to write good morning in it so his kids could see it in the backyard when they wake up. After he wrote the whole thing out with even drawing a family picture, he then had to retrace his steps so he didn't make any more footprints in the snow to ruin it. He stood there for a while thinking it was finally done and then remembered he should add one more thing. So he drew a heart at the bottom. An incredible thing for this dad to do just to make his kids day. Okay, now let me give you some context here. What this is is a dude whose entire channel does nothing but take other people's videos and then describe what's happening as it happens. Oh, no, really? Not in a kind of like, hey, blind people, I'm here for you kind of way. Not like that. Yeah. It's not an accessibility thing. It's just him doing... I'd like some likes. I'd like some views too, please. And he's got a ton of subscribers. Oh, jeez. And he just does this with every video where it's like, okay, a guy, this man walked up to a thing. Like, literally, it's just him describing exactly what happens on screen. It's not like, yeah. here's a cool video, watch this, and then says some at the end. Or, here's my reaction to it. It's none of that. It's just him saying, here's what I'm observing, just like you are. There was nothing about that video, by the way. If I watched it silently, I could have I could have seen everything he described. But he also adds the 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 cheesy music and tries to this guy. Yeah. What a great guy thing at the end. Fine, it might have been whatever. That's cool. He did that for his kids. I don't have a problem with any of the video itself. But this sure. guy who's like lifting other people's videos and then doing this weird commentary, and then I found a bunch more just like it, and I think it's really? a trend, and I don't get it. I don't could get it. We, could we uh, take his video and provide new narration? Yeah, we could. This guy is talking in this sort of voice, and he's stealing other people's videos and recording his own descriptions over them in a way to get more views for his own crap station. Yeah, I love, channel. I love that idea. That's not bad. Although station's fine, it doesn't have to be a channel. Station. You it's know what? Station. Let's get, let's get back to station. Let's, okay. Why, why is everything a channel? YouTube station. Yeah. Hey, why? Visit my YouTube station for more con, for more, for more radio programs. That's right. <laughs> visuals. That's right. More radio programs with visuals over at mystation.com. Yeah, uh, uh, hearing anyway. the description of his uh, the, the video he was describing with the dad who wrote oh. Merry Christmas, which at first I thought might have been in urine, reminded <laughs> me of a joke. Um, so the uh, president wakes up and he looks outside. Fresh, freshly fallen snow, Washington, D.C., looks out of the uh, the front of the, the White House and sees uh, the president sucks, has been written in <laughs> urine in the snow. And he calls in his Secret Service. Uh, the head of the Secret Service Department says, find out who did this. This is horrible. I won't stand for this sort of thing. Yeah. Secret Service leaves, comes back a few hours later and says, okay, well, we've had our uh, scientists do a uh, analysis. We've discovered that the urine, sir, I'm afraid, belongs to the vice president. <laughs> yeah. But that's not the worst of it. Okay. He says, president says, oh, my God, what's the worst of it? He says, it's the first lady's handwriting. <laughs> that's good. That's really All good. Right, anyway, I have not heard that joke. That was good. I will share that one far and Please wide. Please do. It's a great Christmas joke. It you is. Need to break the ice around the table on Christmas. You can use that one. It's a Christmas miracle, everybody. Uh, anyway, so those All are right. my those are my two big audio thoughts today. I don't like this new trend. Look, I know. No, some, I don't either. I don't approve of that whatsoever. And look, I'm not even. My big complaint isn't even that he's taking somebody else's video. I get reaction videos. I understand why people are interested in those. I get a lot of that stuff, but just narrating the video unless you're doing it for some accessibility reason what what is the point i can see it myself i see what's happening you don't yeah, have to tell exactly. me exactly uh, annoyed exactly annoyed by this and there and there are things you know there's uh, assisted assisted listening things that'll work with the person's original channel that that 
put up that video. That's too. right. That's right. Yeah. yeah, we got closed captioning. We got all kinds of tools. We don't need that tool. <laughs> we don't need we don't need a uh, Dateline uh, sounding recreation of what's happening in that in that video. Yeah, and I just don't understand it because the person whose original video was, even if this guy links to him, I don't know if he does. I didn't check. Yeah. But if he links back, he's still got more views than anyone he's taken from. Jeez. Some of them are big viral videos and he's doing those, but yeah. I, I just don't need a description. It's like... Oh, this now kid. We can see Charlie biting the kid's finger. <laughs> that's so Charlie funny. I was just going to do the Charlie. Is that example. the one you were yeah, going to do? <laughs> that's good. That's perfect. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. like, if you take any viral video, here we see Gangnam Style, where Sai is dancing around singing uh, <laughs> Open Gangnam Style. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point? We're seeing a cat with uh, the owner's hands uh, held precariously on either side of the cat as he's moving the cat up and down over a Casio Megatone keyboard. <laughs> no one asked for this service, you know? Nobody. Yeah, nobody. Um, all right. I got some news for you here. Let's Not, get to the news. Yeah, actual show news, everybody. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. It's time for the news brought to you by... Mitsula, the coffee. No, what's it? Mitsula, the the ruler. I can't remember. Oh, Mitsula, uh, the ruler. I like that. There was there was another there was another word there that I can't remember. Mitsula, blank ruler. Oh. Mike ruler. Is he the Mike ruler? Yeah, he's the Mike ruler. Oh, uh, right. Lord of Vegas, see him and tremble at his power. Yeah, I just wanted to give Mitsula a shout out. Chris is a great guy. He's awesome. He really is. And I like, can't wait to see him in April, if not sooner. Yes, exactly. Uh, I might actually have to go out there a little bit earlier to, uh, like, a whole separate trip to, um, you know, figure out my Taskmaster challenges. Oh, gotcha. Oh, uh, that reminds me. So I've had yeah. a few people pipe in and say, hey, I've gone to the website, and there's links for oh, tickets yeah. and stuff, but none of it works. Brian, I think, tweaked all that. It's all good now. Well, no, we here's the deal. Up. The link to buy your hotel mm-hmm. works. Mm. Um, the link to order your ticket for TMS Vegas, Scott and I are still working on. So yeah. like to get your actual ticket to the event. So I just need to take that link off of there until we have the... Yeah, that's old stuff on there. So, so sorry, everybody, about that. But we will sorry have it uh, fixed. Don't worry. Uh, we yeah. will let you know as soon as that stuff's available. And it'll be soon. Yeah. And Claire, you can't just you can't just demand to play Taskmaster. You have to be a... Uh, you have to be a, a a TMS guest. Like that's you know that's why we got Amy and Bobby and uh-huh. uh, yeah yeah. Got to be somebody Sorry. comes on and does some uh, you know some content. Sorry if Bill you know Tom's there. Tom's going to be playing. Uh, Scott Fletcher doing the voices. Yeah. He's going to be there. You can't be uh, all caps provider. That's not that's not good enough. We need. Uh... You know, yeah, you could yeah. be ginned up uh, prank caller. I don't know. <laughs> I'm excited. But to see if you her, want though. to uh, work with me on on helping figure out the challenges and figure out how to uh, record them, then you can uh, uh, you can you can do it. You Which should. I think is way more fun than participating is watching you guys struggle. And oh, I agree. I would be it'd be fun more fun to put the test to people than getting being yeah. the tester or testees. You need the us testy. the testees. Yeah, you don't, yeah, the testies. Sure. Nobody wants to be the testies. Uh, all right, here's a story. Person cited for driving an HOV lane with an inflatable Grinch. Oh, sure. shit. Well, he's technically a passenger. That's true. Um, there's a photo here. You're a passenger, <laughs> Mr. Grinch. You're sitting to my left, <laughs> sharing my carpool. <laughs> You're saving me lots of money. <laughs> And it's also kind of funny, Mr. Grinch. 
I wouldn't inflate you with a cigarette lighter adapter with a 9-volt telescoping cable battery plug. <laughs> New version coming, everybody. New version of the I love bridge. it, yeah. Anyway, no. this person uh, got... Uh, no. I love how they blurred out his face. He looks like a Minecraft character. <laughs> he totally does. That's great. Anyway, one person was cited for driving in a high-occupancy vehicle lane, or HOV lane, with an inflatable Grinch as a passenger, according to the Arizona Department of Public Safety. Uh, the driver wasn't on Interstate 10 at Avondale Boulevard in the Phoenix metro area uh, when a trooper saw a quote-unquote suspicious passenger uh, and no one else inside uh, or aside from the driver in the vehicle. Driving in the HOV lane requires at least two people to be in the vehicle. An inflatable Grinch does not count under these rules. Well, thanks, Article, for clearing that up for us. Yeah. Uh, while we appreciate the festive flair, this is illegal, and the driver received a citation for their HOV violation, says the AZDPS, which stands for Arizona Damage Per Second. <laughs> is that what it is? No, really? I don't know what it is. Their, uh... <laughs> I guess the AV, see, Arizona Department of Pol- Political uh, Stupid. I don't know. Something safety or police? I guess oh, public safety. The department, public safety? Yeah. yeah, Department of Public Safety? I guess so. Uh, a friend of mine, Ricky, says, hold my beer. One, just one inflatable? So I sent you a video of what? Uh, what? a friend of mine, Ricky. It's in your, it's in your, uh, I sent it to you yesterday. Oh, 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 that was you. Hold on. I remember this now. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. I got it before the show yesterday. Yes. Um, let me pull well, this after up. After the show. Yeah. Oh, Let's no, I see. guess it was before the show. We just never yeah, I got had a, a chance to We get didn't to talk about it. I got it like at 7.30 or something. Oh, there it is. That's right. Okay, yes. so I'm going to bring. <clears throat> I'm gonna pull this up, chat, so you can see it. <laughs> so this is uh, uh, my friend Ricky, uh, who has not one, not two, but three inflatable Christmas characters in all the seats of his car. And what's great is that that when, they, when he turns on the car, uh, that's when they all inflate. So as soon as there's power going from the cigarette lighter to all these uh, inflatables. Yeah. And so that's all like they all just like. I love it. As soon as he and he did this car. for just for funsies. He's not trying to get away with anything exactly. on the HOV, right? Yeah. He he doesn't uh, apparently doesn't drive anybody around his car this time of year. Oh, so great. he just drives around with these guys in his car the whole. That's awesome. All right. I'm going to chat. Here's the here's a video. You can see it. Go on when you start the car. So he starts that's the car. Cra- this is Mrs. Crazy Neighbor, by the way. Oh, is that her? She about to break out to some yacht rock? She is. Oh, yeah. this is amazing. <laughs> and he's got the Grinch next to him. He does, yeah. That's great. And he doesn't look yeah. like a um he doesn't look at all like a like a Minecraft character in his video. No, not at all. No, not at all. No. And then when he turns off the car, they all go. <laughs> so they're only up while he's driving? They're only up while the car is running, yeah. It's like a that's great. I think I want to be your neighbor. <laughs> That's a Mr. Well, he's, says. Sadly, he's not a neighbor. He's a friend no. uh, who came over. He actually, we went to the uh, the big drag show uh, a few weeks ago together. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, was he at the, uh, I don't know, it wasn't, he was, that was Chris Brown doing the performance thing. Never mind. Right, yeah. Confuse which friend you have doing what. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, there's that story. Uh, I guess the lesson is don't. I mean, he's big and green. What do you think you were going to get away with there? You know, at least exactly. A- it's kind of obvious. Like if you, you know, I mean, the mannequin at least could fool somebody. Right. I even see those sometimes fooling people. I see those in cars. Do you really like yeah, actual yeah. mannequins? Yeah, on the freeway not long ago, <clears throat> last week, Kim and I went to the mall that day, which was a huge mistake. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> the, uh, the guy we saw a guy in the HOV lane with a with a dummy, and I wasn't sure until we pulled right up on tight. And I looked over, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's a fake person in there." <laughs> Woman in the passenger seat going. <laughs> She's so freaked For those out. of you listening to the audio only, I was doing my impersonation of a blow-up doll, yeah. folks. And if you could send me a clip of that, someone in the chat, I would really like to make a gift. <laughs> if you don't mind, you know, like if you're just sitting there. Sure, sure. Get that going. Uh, all right. Go. Let's move on to this story. Uh, scientists found... Oh, oh, this is big news, everybody. All right. Okay, good. The a scientists, a scientists, plural, finally okay. found the clitoris on snakes. Oh, yeah, and they're two. Yeah, they're one up on me. They're two on snakes, so they're two up on oh, you. Oh, now they're two up on me. So <laughs> yeah. says here every snake's got two. Female snakes uh, have not one, but two clitorator. <laughs> Clitori. <laughs> Clitori. Uh, according to research documenting the first formal evidence of the sexual organ in snakes. I don't know why it took us this long, huh. but we're finally there. Uh, this two-part clitoris called the hemiclitoris. Ugh is uh, present at least in nine st- different snake species. Uh, I, love, I love that just the first four letters, hemi or hemi, on the front is enough to make you... Ugh. I don't know why. It sounds. It made it sound weirder, didn't it? I don't know. It's yeah, weird. Yeah, it did, actually. Yeah. Hemiclitoris. Yeah. My wife's got a full hemi. <laughs> Brian's got a semi. Wife's got a hemi. <laughs> Anyway, sorry everyone. Uh, there's a lot uh, known, or say, there's a lot known about male snakes and their genitalia, but not much, really, anything about the female. Says Morgan Falwell or Fall Falwell. Not, nothing to do with the people who rip people off for church money. Not let's them. hope not. Yep. Uh, at the University of Ad, uh, Adelaide in Australia, previous research was quote kind of all over the place about whether the snake clitoris even existed. This feels like a joke because that's kind of the joke, right? That, it does, doesn't it? Like yeah. there's. Just, there's got to be a punchline. Wanted to settle the debate. The this. Yeah, exactly. Faldwell says her colleagues began dissecting female snake specimens from the University of Michigan Zoology Collection. They said it didn't take much searching. If you peek back or peel back the skin, it's right there in front of you, she says. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, right under the snake's tail there, dissections and micro CT scans revealed a range of hemiclitoris sizes and structures between species. I think what they can't tell here, though, is like... I mean, real talk here. Sorry, everybody, if you're uncomfortable with any of this, but sure. but sure. the female clitoris is a, a, a pleasure zone, you know. Sure, sure. And uh, thank goodness, because we shouldn't have all the fun. <laughs> yeah, that's know? right. Exactly. Got to find little men in the boat. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And so I don't. I'm, what I'm saying is, I don't think this study says whether the snakes are enjoying it or not. Do you know what I mean? We don't know. Right. That. Yeah. Exactly. It may not be. Uh, I think you know. Didn't didn't we? Do an article or something about uh, uh, scientists saying that, you know, humans are the only ones that get pleasure out of sex or have a... Oh, uh, more than just instinct or maybe, whatever. Maybe that was This American Life. Could have been could have been Ira Glass. It could be. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, snakes. Uh, they have, Coming uh, up, we'll talk about... <laughs> act three. cows don't enjoy sex. Then <laughs> In Act three, we'll talk about whether the cow... <laughs> I don't remember, but I know I know that. It, it, I mean, how do we? I don't know if we really know, right? We don't know, right? Right? Because the animal would have to tell us, and they have no way of telling us. But uh, humans we and be dolphins able to see in their face, but they always have that kind of like, you know, that <laughs> that uh, 
that like grin. Mm-hmm. Snakes always have that grin on their face, so you can't really tell. No, you never know <laughs> if they're enjoying themselves or that's just their default look. Yeah, that's why I like, totally would be like, "Is this good? Is this is this good? Do you like this? Is this all right? Right? How's this? Is this good?" I feel like I've seen <laughs> apes and other, you know, like chimpanzees in particular. I feel like they're having a good time. That's right, and we've heard the turtle eye, Corey. Yeah, we know the turtle sound. I have that somewhere. Let's hear it. Since we're here, we may as well hear it. Sure. Uh, turtle. Whoops. Turtle. Yeah, here it is. I do have it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I like turtles. That's why he likes turtles. It sounds that uh, that turtle noise really sounds like Alex Jones. <laughs> Alex Jones when he was crying about something. <laughs> oh you're not wrong uh all right well there's that so that's a thing we learned that that's good we did now now we know there's two and Mm -hmm. uh scientists have found them yep now we move on to a very different kind of story Forty thousand pounds of meatballs oh no uh spilled during a truck crash in virginia oh Uh, i know rough stuff that's a lot of meatballs that's a a whole lot of meatballs on the i-15 uh, the driver of a tractor trailer was charged with an overnight crash that spilled 40,000 pounds of meatballs across the interstate, uh, Interstate 95 to be specific. The Virginia State Police confirmed they responded to the crash at around 12.30 a.m. Nothing good happens then. The investigation determined the tractor trailer driven by uh, Al Stenford. I almost read that as A.I. Stenford. Yeah. <laughs> He's a truck driver that was created by a computer. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Uh, He ran off the road, overcorrected, and struck a guardrail. The vehicle jackknifed, causing the trailer to detach. The driver of another tractor trailer, also traveling southbound, couldn't avoid the trailer and crashed into it. Fire department says it took over two hours to free the truck, uh, truck's operator, rather, from the vehicle, and the driver was transported to a nearby hospital with minor injuries. Um, He's charged with failing to obey highway markings. So I think there's a photo here. I don't know if we can really see. Oh, gosh. I hope so. All the carnage. The meat carnage. Um, let's see here. <laughs> the meat carnage. Uh, it's kind of funny, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's a lot of stuff spilled all over the ground, but I can't yeah. tell what's meatball. Yeah, maybe it's all mushed out. Uh, they don't look like... I expected little rolly balls. Yeah, but they're all... It's like, you know, Costco sells them in boxes or bags or something. Oh, tell me this was on its way to an Ikea. Oh, man. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be great, yeah. Borka Borka, where's our stuff? Borka Borka. <laughs> is, there, is there another truck coming with some lingonberry? Where's the... <laughs> We're all out of Allen wrenches. Please bring those with the meat to both. Uh, I'm looking at, like... Let's see. Oh, there's more photos. Oh, this is a bad crash. Holy shite. Yeah, I know. It's I'm, I'm, if the driver hadn't uh, gotten out with minor injuries, I think we'd be like, okay, well, no, uh, I'd skip this one. This would not have been. <laughs> we would not have done this story had this guy died. Driver uh, dies in massive meatball crash, yeah. and because uh, it's meatballs, it's funny. <laughs> doctors performing meatball surgery. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. A little mash reference. Never hurt nobody. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right. Another- I love how yeah. our last our last uh, story kind of combines. It's almost like the greatest hits of everything we've talked about so far. Yeah. In a way, it's like a, it's the bread on the other end of the sandwich today. It really is. Yeah. Deputy we've dressed- talked about the Grinch. We've talked about food. Now let's talk about all of it. Let's go back to the Grinch and food. Uh, deputy dressed as a Grinch. The Grinch, rather. There's no a Grinch. Yep. It's the Grinch. The Grinch. Yeah. Mr. Grinch, really. Yeah, truly. Uh, gives onions to speeding drivers. <laughs> Interesting. Several motorists who were speeding through an elementary school zone in the Florida Keys 
received an odorous onion as a reminder to slow the F down from a county sheriff's department uh, dude dressed as the Grinch. Colonel Lou Caputo, a 37-year veteran of the Monroe County Sheriff's Office who conjured up the concept more than 20 years ago, was back on the streets on Tuesday. Ooh. <clears throat> Driver, uh, let's see, drivers who, uh, uh, who travel about five miles per hour or less above the school zone uh, speed limit can choose between traffic citations and an onion presented by the Grinch. Huh. Uh, I'd take the you onion. You know what I choose? Yeah, I'll take the onion. Yeah, unless he eats it and vomits it in your back seat, I'll take the onion. That seems insane to me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know why that's. I was a, gonna say. I was gonna say. Well, I'm, I'm trying to decide. Paying yeah, a see. ticket or just cleaning up some onion vomit. Yeah, let's yeah, see. Two hundred dollar ticket. Yeah. Or onion vomit. Yeah, I'd probably take the ticket. But if he just yeah. get handed you an onion, I'm taking the onion. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can take that home, make something out of it. Right. Says it's about Bloomin education. Onion. Yeah, the blooming onion. <laughs> it's about education. He says awareness that our school zones are still operating, even though it's the holiday season. He says we want people to slow down. Uh, he see. He said he portrays the fictional character created by children's author Dr. Seuss to give motorists a quote unquote gift, but also to call attention in a nice way to the need to obey speed limits in school zones. It catches them off guard, says the policeman. But when I give them the clear choice of citation or onion, they will take the onion. And I've had them eat the onion right in front of me. Oh, see, now there we go. Yeah. Eating a raw onion. That is the way to do it, yeah. right? Like, There's your punishment. All right. Either you get a ticket, a citation, or you peel and eat this onion right in front of me. Yep. 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 And Dr. Calhoun, you're probably right. He says, this is about cops giving a fluff story to distract from their shit. Uh, maybe. But I don't want to get. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm sick of that world. Aww. I don't want to think about that stuff today. Okay. Let us Jeez. have our fun. Let us have our fun. Okay, wow. not everything is needs to be horrible. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, uh, I, I t- Dr. Calhoun is uh, doing his cover of Dice Tomato today <laughs> in the, in the uh, chat room. It's a pretty good cover. It's, not, it's a pretty good cover. Yeah, yeah it sounds a little too much like the original. Oh yeah, those aren't Brian's favorite covers. He'd prefer no, it to be no. your own spin on there. He's but, like, uh, put your own spin on it. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, Tally, don't pile on now. Now, we're not going down this road. We're trying to have a nice Christmas week of goofy stories. <laughs> it doesn't all have to be gloom. All right? Yeah. Let's oh, turn our Tally. sights toward happier thoughts. All right. Uh, moving on. We're going to take a break. When we come back from this break, we're going to spend some time with Bill and his creative ways. We had Bobby, but he had to bail uh, last second. Had some kind of oh, airplane thing. I know. Flight, flight emergency. I know, right? Lame. Uh, there's fog. And uh, and Santa said, Bobby, with your flight training, won't you uh, help me get my sleigh through the raining? Yep. That's the, that's the old. Trying to rhyme the training and raining. But oh, I see. No, I think you did a good job. Yeah. Yeah, take Sorry, take that, Dr. Seuss. Are you even a real doctor? But Brian did it better. <laughs> anyway, we're going to take our break right. now and uh, come back with all that, plus uh, some emails and some other stuff. So stick around. Brian, who are you, who are you playing off uh, the break with here today? What are we well, doing? we talked about uh, Electropop earlier. Um, I think pre-show we talked about uh, Trevor. Or no, we did talk about during the show, Trevor Horn. Um, let's let's listen to some Electropop. An indie Electropop duo, Alexandra John. Uh, made up of the middle names of the twins, Liza and Western, Weston Kane, who are the, uh, the the basis of the band, right? So it's twins, 
actual twins and musical twins, Liza and Weston Kane. Their middle names are Alexandra and John, and that's the name of their band. How cool is that? This is uh, one of the three singles that they released here in 2022. The most recent, it is called Demons. It's from the uh, from the album Healing. Here is Alexandra John. long as you don't make me smell Uranus. <laughs> I'm sorry, Fry, but astronomers renamed Uranus in 2620 to end that stupid joke once and for all. Oh, what's it called now? Eurectum. As I believe the Earthlings say, lay it on me, man. The Morning Stream. The phone's gonna ring. It's gonna be you-know-who. Everything's gonna be all right. And we've returned. Remind me, I need to know who that was. Shh. 
sure. That is uh, courtesy of Black Panda PR. That is Alexandra John from their new album, Healing. That is uh, just one of the three singles they've released from that album this year. That song is called Demons. Go check them out. Alexandra John. Very nice. Very nice indeed. All yeah. right. Uh, we're going to get Bill on. Bill on. Uh, the week of Christmas. Got some last Let's minute. get it on, Bill. <laughs> some last minute creativity talk here. It's never hurt nobody. Yeah. And uh, like, you know. nothing like making presents for family. Nothing like it. Your bat cave's <laughs> open there, Bill. Hey, Bill. Welcome back to the show. It's Bill Duran, all the way from PunishProps.com. Joins us on Tuesdays and talks about the world of makers and making things. Bill, what's going on, man? How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. Excited. Yeah. yeah. You got yeah. The, you got the big Christmas plans all set and whatever the heck you're going to do. You all good? Uh, going to be chill here. My brother and his wife and their kids are flying to see my other brother and his wife and their kids and i'm not ah, ah, <laughs> it's gonna be a home. quiet christmas here and uh if we're lucky we'll get a sprinkling of snow but it is raining so oh. i'm not gonna hold my breath well <laughs> welcome to seattle yeah uh i uh real quick here i just uh was gonna i forgot to mention this earlier but it's a little bit weird for the first time in my entire life like my whole life yeah i'm going to well let's keep it to the marriage because prior to that it was always with family like my parents or then friends or whatever but for the first time in my entire marriage to my wife kim since 1992 i've never we've never had a christmas eve alone just her and i oh that would be nice and that's happening this week which we didn't even quite plan it's just that all the other plans aligned and we were like oh my gosh we're alone and we're actually looking forward to this it's gonna be great Mm -hmm. that's cool you know what you should do? Celebrate. Go watch. Uh, go watch uh, Avatar, or stay home and watch RRR. We're watching RRR. Yeah. That's coming. That's my first move. But I am. I do there want to go. see Avatar. But the tickets are already sold out, uh, which I'm not used to for Christmas for Avatar, Day. Really? Yeah, Christmas Day. T- well, for our two theaters that are near us. Yeah, they're yeah. both sold mm-hmm. out for su- uh, Sunday because we tried and and I, I, I don't know, freaking movie yeah. theaters dude yeah you could you could just watch andor again I, we just finished that and i i'd, <laughs> did you do, I'd watch just that did again oh no, it's I so could. good it's so good what a great show it's Every- good i'll bet that's that show as good as it was i'll bet it's even better with a uh you know just a binge straight through like yeah. where you're not waiting week to week i do want to watch it again but i, I want to watch rogue one again before i do that's yeah. what i want to do yeah just me too hits different is what i'm told so for sure i kind of yeah. want to see how that goes uh, well, Bill, let's get to it. You got some uh, some cool ideas for folks here on this Christmas week, twenty twenty two. I do. I, this is a really fun one too. Uh, so I'm obsessed with Lego. I mean, sure, lots of people are. Not a not a unique thing. I have um, many kits on display around my house. I have the big. Uh, not, I'm. I guess I'm kind of bragging. I have the big slave <laughs> one in my kitchen. <laughs> wow, weird flex, dude. I know, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been uh, speaking of Christmas too. What I've been doing with a lot of my older, smaller Lego kits is I've been repackaging them and giving them my ne- them to my nephews as Christmas presents for like okay. the last three years. Well, let me ask you about that, yeah. right? So yeah, when yeah. you get when you get a big old uh, Lego thing, you get five or six bags with big Helvetica printed numbers on them that collect all of the the items that you need for that stage of the build. Yes. Are, you're not putting all those back like no, in the bags. No, no. Yeah, you're and none of these saying, are, good luck. Yeah. None mm. of these are big enough to require that either. These are smaller kids. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, um, although I'm surprised my uh, my nephews now are, I have a couple that are in the seven to eight year range. Um, they're really good at both Minecraft and Lego. Like, <laughs> yeah. They can handle 
some pretty pretty uh, advanced kits. Sure. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to have to up my game in the next few years. I'm also running out. <laughs> it is kind of interesting how I feel like, um, if anything, you know, people were, were like, oh, this new Minecraft back in 09 or whatever. This new Minecraft is a lot like uh, it's basically video game Lego. I wonder if kids yeah, don't care yeah, about Legos right. anymore. I think the opposite happened. I think kids got really into that and it gave them a taste for a physical oh, you know, thing. Yeah, I think so. I love yeah. that. I think that's well, great. Well, based on the reactions, my, my nephews go bonkers for these things. So I would say Lego is hotter than ever among, among the youths. Yeah, uh, the youths. Right. So, so I've got all these kits. Most of them are Lego brand kits, but um, I have a few kits that were designed by not Lego. Uh, one of my favorites, this guy named Chris McVeigh. He's an artist who used to design all of these really cool custom Lego kits. Actually, I'll throw his link in the chat, uh, Chris McVeigh is his name. He no longer sells kits. Excuse me. He used to sell kits. I bought um, his DSLR camera one a while ago, which was very cool. Uh, but he got hired by Lego. He works there now. Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, but if you're looking, he, he gives out the the um, instructions for all of his kits for free. Uh, you just have to order the parts yourself. Gotcha. And his his kits are so, so cool. He makes all these little arcade like Scott, you're gonna see these little Lego arcade things. Oh, I'm gonna, gonna lose my mind, one. dude. Yes, that's yeah. what I want. If you're, of course. Like, lately, I haven't thought. I can't really think of a Lego set that actually draws me that much right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just not. I don't know why. None of the newer stuff really gets me. I check the Star Wars stuff; it's fine. But I'm just like, I, don't, yeah. I really want to do that one. If the, you told me I could build like Flynn's arcade or whatever, mm-hmm. holy yeah. shit! In a heartbeat. Yeah. So. It- He's got little arcade machines, a bunch of different varieties, uh, vending machines. Looks like he's got little sets that are like the arcade with a wacky looking carpet. Uh, and again, these are just PDFs. They're free PDFs with the instructions and a list of all the parts. You got to go get all the parts yourself. But I've I've done that. I've I've tried it out, and I can tell you how to do it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. My my problem with a lot of that stuff is uh, what, am, what am I going to do with it after I put it together? And you you talked about a great way to do it is take it apart, put it back in the box, give it to somebody else and let them enjoy mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But if I've, you know, my my uh, helicarrier is sitting over there just as a thing that I have to constantly dust. <laughs> that's my that's my slave one. It's it's big. One. Yeah, it's a, it's a great display and it's a nice dust collector. And it's not like you can even, you've got to really be careful on how you display it too, because mm-hmm. it can fall off and break into a million pieces. And then yeah, you, you know, yeah. Uh, and that's when, like, again, I've got nephews, especially a couple of years ago when they were a little younger, they'd yeah. show up and they'll go, ooh, car, and reach for my, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> reach for my, uh, uh, what is it, the Beetle? The, um, oh, the Volkswagen, Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. 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 That is a very cop that is a not do not let your five year old nephew play with kind of Lego right. thing. And I have I have several of those. It's becoming less of a problem, but yeah. Yeah, yeah you kinda have to build yeah. a room around the helicarrier, don't you? Yeah. Yes. That's, that's... You really do. Or at least plexiglass or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the yeah. deal. But right. I do uh, have a glass display case for most of my Lego stuff that keeps the dust oh, off that's and cool. keeps the okay. little hands out. I do want this uh, this NES one. It's expensive though. It's more money than an yeah. NES costs. Yeah. Two hundred and sixty nine bucks, but <laughs> so cool. That's Look at that thing. Very cool though. It's it's so cool. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. actual size too. Right, I think mm-hmm. the TV's small, yeah. but the the actual box controller and uh, cartridge are. I think those are out like scale, and yeah. I love that. Oh man. So um, so I was on Reddit, and I 
was on the Satisfactory subreddit where I live these days, <laughs> and uh, someone posted a. There, there's a little workbench you build in Satisfactory where you can go build things, and someone made one out of Lego, and they posted a link to all the parts and instructions that they made. Okay. So I did it. I ordered all the parts and I built my own. I I tweeted a, a picture yesterday on on uh, on Twitter, mm. and it's adorable. It's this little uh, little workbench that's minifig scale that looks just like it popped right out of the game Satisfactory. Oh, look at that! Oh, yeah. that's so cool! Right? I, I played enough that's of this game cool. to know exactly what that is, and it's weirdly nostalgic for a game that's still in early access. That's funny. Yeah, I, think right? I, I think I need to play that thing. Oh, yeah, you'd you love do. Satisfactory, Brian. It's so oh, bad. I would. I if, bet if, I would. Come if if you start playing Satisfactory and you'd like me to join and help out, let me know because yeah, yeah. I love that game so much. Pretty sure it's coming to when it finally exits early access. That thing will be on consoles as well. Mm, right cool. now, PC only, but it is a so, yeah, the, rad game. There's little anyway. tools. There's a little. There's a little vice that red parts a little bench vice <laughs> yeah look at the little blue chipper thing that you use yeah. in the early goings of the game we got to chip the stuff that's so mm -hmm. great so that's um cool. this is how it works so he provided instructions and a list of the parts and there's a website called bricklink.com hmm. and you can upload the list and it will go find individual sellers who have your parts and it will put together as few orders as uh it can for me, it made two orders with two different sellers to get all of my parts. I paid for each of them, and then a few days later, all of my parts showed up. It was pretty cool. I've never used BrickLink before, but if you were going to do one of those Chris McVeigh kits, you'd have to go look at his instructions, get a list of all the parts, and then go to BrickLink and buy them all. Uh, <laughs> and it worked great. I got my parts, and I built my thing together, and it and it's, it's so cool. It's huh. like so few people have this Lego kit. Because there's this extra hurdle to go into buying it, but sure. I have one, and it's adorable, and I'm going to keep it from that. That one's not going to the nephews. That one, that one, I'm keeping. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, some of the stuff's pricey. I'm sure. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think this Ferrari kit. I'm looking at. Um, I guess people sell them once they assemble them. They resell them. Anyway, they're selling for like 380 bucks on here. Yeah, Was I think it? people will put together their like there are kits that are no longer available. That like there is a um, snow speeder kit that I really really wanted, but they don't sell it anymore. And if you buy that kit on eBay in the box, it's thousands of dollars. But you can just go get the parts. Wow. You can figure out, and I think that's what people on Brinklink do with rare sets. Is they'll uh, they'll put together rare kits, and you can just buy all the parts. Now, awesome. the, um, I'm trying to remember what the name of it was. I talked about it, and I can't remember if we talked about it during your segment, but there's the app that you could download where you take a picture of, you know, you throw throw all of your loose Lego bricks onto a table, and then you take a picture of it, and it it's able to figure out what all of those parts what? are and tell you things you can make from those parts. And That's give you amazing. Oh, yeah, right. No, you did. We talked about this, yeah, and we and even I'm had a name, didn't we? I'm trying to find it on my phone right now, and it's not coming up under brick or lego or uh, oh wow i have never heard of that that sounds awesome uh, yeah uh, well, i don't know what right you call it, it like is, uh, uh it is called because if you look for lego app you just captain find like kipper a, for finding it it is called oh is captain it? kipper always finds this stuff man it really is yeah he's like uh, the best of this sort of thing brick it b-r-i-c-k-i-t yeah so so you literally just dump it on the table 
and it's yeah. smartly like here's a good use for AI everybody it goes and just sees what everything is and then says yeah you've got this many of these this many of these this many of these exactly. it's like having your own uh, 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 rain man in your phone is really right, what it is yeah exactly um, yeah. you could you could definitely build a dock <laughs> definitely definitely build a dock <laughs> <laughs> Got to watch Wapner, but while I'm watching Wapner, you can totally build uh, the Star Wars yeah. Uh, thing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty cool. I, it's worth getting, I think. I've, I've no, I don't really have this problem, but I remember when Brian first talked yeah. about it, I just thought that's so rad. There's a um, there's a, a an application for your computer you can get. I think it's on Bricklink's website. It's called Studio, yeah. and that's what people use to design their own kits and instructions as well. So if you want to get into that world and design your own kits for other people to put together. The software's out there. It's like CAD for Lego. Oh, nice. Uh, I, I haven't really played with it myself, but uh, I know it's very popular. And that's how the guy that made the kit I put together designed it. That's how he did it. It's one for that's kids cool. as well called Lego Kids Creator. Oh, and cool. it looks like, oh, this is neat. There's one for Phil Collins called Stu Stu Studio. <laughs> <laughs> well, may he ever live is what I say. <laughs> Uh, well, all right, that's awesome. Uh, you know what? I'm 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 among many kids of many generations who woke up on Christmas morning and broke out a bunch of brand new Lego and built stuff all day, and you were happy as a pig in poo. Uh, mm-hmm. So talking about this, I think, is completely appropriate for this week. So hopefully, somebody out there will be having a good time on Christmas. Morning. Yes, definitely. My uh, nephews for sure with their new kids. Absolutely. Uh, Bill is as is always the tradition. You leave us with a, a little link there. What do you got? today yeah so one of my favorite youtubers this old tony has a new video out there is a secret santa maker secret santa uh go and think let me start over uh (laughs) youtube maker secret santa so makers on youtube did a secret santa with one another and tony made some custom screwdrivers that are very very nice screwdrivers Mm. he shows how he did it uh but also he made something for someone else, and he got something from someone else. So if you want a whole string of videos of people making stuff for other people. Oh, my God. I thought that was like a little lights out. overlay on this thing, but now I'm looking closer. No, that's just a big pile of string lights yes. uh, in front of his hands. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, Tony's a goofball. I love his videos. Literally you know, made screwdrivers. Love... That's crazy. Sorry, Brian, Listen, I love I love being part of the Tadpole Secret Santa. I do it every year, and Tina does it. And I'm happy, especially happy to send somebody overseas because I usually – I always say that you know, I'll, I'll happily do uh, – pick a secret santa that is outside the u.s uh i would love to separately do a maker secret santa where you create something unique you know it's not like oh i'm gonna go to thingiverse and download a giraffe and print a giraffe for you but right like actually make something like do a a custom maker secret santa that would be such oh, a yeah blast. yeah it'd be really fun right. everyone has to make their thing sew it knit it <laughs> yeah. draw it like this furby organ holy crap yeah, it's the furby <laughs> organ's amazing oh it's so good There's we did f- that some wow. years our, our uh the prop tarts our uh our group on facebook they will do a secret santa they didn't do it this year but it, it'll be it's that sort of thing where you make something for someone else yeah yeah that's I love really you. it's always like if you get something that someone made yeah or you specifically feels great pop tart's such a great name for a community pop tarts yeah Yeah, i love that how who came up with that was that you was that brit they did they They did became self-aware in about 2014 (laughs) and made a facebook group and that's how the tadpoolers did it too they made that Uh, up yeah i I can talk about it here because he's already received it and he loves it but uh hammond 
you know, I wanted to make something for him in this year. And the, the big joke that we have on soundography is, uh, is Dream Theater, one of his favorite bands, or maybe his favorite band. Uh, they have a propensity, as many people know, to create songs that are like 10, 12, 15 minutes long. And uh, I decided to make for him a 3D printed Dream Theater timer. And so I, I went and bought a little timer, a little circular timer, and then built a an entire Dream Theater case around it so that you can time your Dream Theater song. You can actually remove the timer and actually use it as a useful, mm-hmm. useful gift. But uh, uh, I love the idea of, of you know doing something. Yeah, yeah. Talk, talk about that next year. Maybe there's there's something to that. I think that sounds like fun. And even if you don't have, if you can't 3D print or you know sculpt or whatever, do whatever it is you do. Yeah. Just get all the yeah, creatives exactly. to, to hop in on that. That'd be really fun. Right. Maybe you make puppets. Maybe you make Google, maybe you just did googly eyes onto things. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be fine. Maybe yeah. you drink gin and make drawings in the w- snow with your pee. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you do. Right. I'm not here to judge. Barf anyway. sculptures. I yeah, don't know. Sculpture. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, make a b- vomit sculpture. I'm down. Uh, well, there you have it. It's, al- it's always good stuff coming out of Bill. It's always stuff's always coming out of Bill. It's always good. Yeah. Uh, if you want to check out his work, of course, punishprops.com and uh, you know, keep an eye on all that stuff for the new year. Oh, yeah. Big cool stuff going on. Bill, have a merry Christmas. You too. And we'll Take see you later. Guys. Bye now. See you, Bill. Bye. Right. I have to go add that link to Quick TMS because I forgot to do that last time we had Bill on. New post. What is it? What do we call it? Making things with Bill, right? Making things with Bill. Yep. Yeah. I, oh, there, I call it punished props, I guess, is what I call it. Oh, gotcha. That works. Yep. All that stuff works. Yeah. Uh, very nice. Hey, I got an email to read. You want to hear this? I do. I'd like to hear all of it. Good. Here it is. John Hines, a.k.a. Bean Man, wrote in, and he says, hey, S&B, on the TMS 2390 random joke about RSS, sorry, <laughs> I'm thinking about RSS because I'm doing a host thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. Sorry. Random joke about R-E-S erection or res erection oh, yeah. uh, sure. and plastic man superheroes. Uh, I listen to a lot of power metal music, and there's a band called Resurrection by Erection by Powerwolf. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it seems like that's maybe that's the album name. And Power Wolf's the band? I don't know. I guess so, yeah. Huh. Scott, you will love the lyrics to the song, and it is so much fun to listen to. P.S. Okay, I'll check that out. P.S. My five-year-old son sings uh, this song in the car, not knowing the meaning. I just hope he doesn't sing this at school. Long-time listener, first-time emailer, John. Well, John, uh, that'll change. Your kid's not going to stay tiny forever, so enjoy that. (laughs) They'll start. They'll very quickly start singing some very embarrassing stuff when uh, family's around Mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, at times that you don't want... uh, don't want them to, to sing it yeah sure. that's how it works so best of luck with that now the one thing i did want to recommend since he's talking about heavy metal i didn't well a i didn't know this existed but b i didn't know how good it was um i saw a list of the fest the 15 best album uh sorry 15 best metal albums on rolling stone oh and they had at number two ozzy osbourne's patient number nine and i didn't okay. even know he had a new album brand new album and well, I thought, no, well, I, I, yeah. I used to love Ozzy and I, you know, still do and just whatever. But I figured, you know, he's well into his 70s now. I didn't know if he was doing yeah. anything cool or whatever. This record is so good, Brian. It's so good. Really? Yeah. And he, and he listed these people he works with. Uh, one of the co-founders of Black Sabbath. What's his name? Um, Tommy Ayami. That's him. He does a couple okay. of tracks on here with him. 
Uh-huh. Uh, so some, you know, getting back to basics with those two guys. That's a lucky guess right there, yeah. by the way. <laughs> uh, the lead track, Patient Number 9, features Jeff Black on guitar. He's got uh, one featuring, uh, who was it? Oh, Eric Clapton, of all people, is on one oh, of these tracks. Oh, really? Okay. Um, those are two people I've never never heard of working together, so that's kind of cool. I'm surprised how much I like this. It's so good. It's really good. And it doesn't huh. feel like Ozzy's missed a beat. He sounds like he always did. That's so cool. maybe he's super overproduced and always sounded like this because he was overproduced. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, man, it's really good. That's awesome. Anyway, we're checking out if you guys are interested cool. in heavy metal this year. Um, all right, Gina that's and I were, it. we're talking about uh, um, you know it's Christmas time. We were listening to some Christmas music in the car, and um, do they know it's Christmas by Band Aid? Oh yeah, up. yeah. Uh, classic from you and you know when when you and I were young and in, in 1984 we were listening to this and it was like oh my god all our favorite musicians are all together in this one song this is so cool yep seemed pretty neat uh, back then and then uh, in 20 no in 2004 they did Band Aid two or Band Aid twenty or whatever it was called that did a cover of it with with people who were popular then. They did another one in 2014 for the 30th anniversary. And I'm just going to point out that we're about a year, I'm sorry, we're about two years away from the 40th anniversary of Do They Know It's Christmas. Uh, We need to start figuring out who, who, who needs to sing in this. Like we were thinking, all right, well, Adele has to sing in it. Uh, uh, You know, other British singers, Ed Sheeran has to be part of it, you know, but we don't know who's going to be, popular in two years so it's got to be uh uh there's a little bit of uh, a mystery involved with yeah this, that's but, true because by then we don't know who will be you know who, who's right. the adele might be old hat by then mm-hmm. but uh oh yeah bono has to be in it because he always has to sing yeah. uh do not thank god it's them <laughs> yeah, instead <dude>. of you <laughs> just bring him in have him he be does, the one he, old he guy. He did that on the other two. He did that on the 2004 and the 2014. Yep. <laughs> he's your he's your uh, Cliff Clavin for the Pixar movie. Right. Keep, <laughs> right, exactly. You keep bringing him in. Yeah. I love. Hey, you yeah. know what? Great. Bring it on. When they uh, if they do it though, do you call it a uh, is a, a, is it a rip off of Band Aid? Oh wait, it doesn't work. <laughs> oh, Band Aid rip off. Rip off. Pull yeah. up, pull the bandaid I mean, off. I will say this: the last two have been a ripoff. Yeah, the, the last two versions they've done, uh, joke or not, they've been a complete and total ripoff. Do you think that just fades into memory once all the Gen Xers who grew up with that die off? And because because nobody, there's no Gen Zs who know what that is, right? They don't know, or maybe they do, right. and I just not get enough credit. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I mean, we obviously you and I know it so well that we don't even think about it. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking at all right. So they had Australian uh, for the 20th anniversary. Oh no, I'm sorry, Band Aid Two was was 1989, so that was just five years later. Oh, and then had Kylie Minogue, Lisa Stansfield, Wet Wet Wet, Banana Rama, who were involved in the first one. Uh, Banana Rama, oh my gosh. Banana Rama. I haven't heard Cliff their name Richard. in a while. It's been a bit. Yeah. I've not heard that name in quite the some time. The sequel had uh, Natasha Bedingfield. Oh, Chris Martin from Coldplay, Dido. Uh, Feeder, that's cool. Justin oh. Hawkins from The Darkness. Sure. Uh, Sugar Babes, Just Stone, Snow Patrol. I mean, one of the <laughs> keys Williams. to this, don't you think one of the keys to this is to get as diverse a group as possible you know for sure not not staying just top 40 but like here's a metal guy here's a rap guy here's a right you know right whatever 
lady, lady, here's Bjork or here's whoever. <laughs> exactly. Still got to be popular, but but uh, I think Bjork was no Bjork wasn't. Uh, the was she 30th one anniversary one. Was she? Was she? She wasn't. She no. wasn't. Okay. No, but uh, what a shame. Uh, Ellie Golding would be a good one. She was actually in the 30 year anniversary. Oh, yeah. along she's with, great. Uh, I really like her Bastille. Yeah. Chris Martin from Coldplay again. Sinead O'Connor. One Direction. Seal. Ed Sheeran. Yeah, oh, the Ed Sheeran. Uh, People like the Ed, Ed Sheeran. Who was already he was already in the thirtieth. Uh, Roger Taylor from Queen was in uh, on drums and keyboards. Anyway, so we've got two years. Let's start thinking about uh, Ed Sheeran. Looks like somebody's little brother at a sleepover. Nobody wants to hang out with. It really does. It's yeah. like uh, one of the Rugrats kids sort of grew up and yeah. became Ed Sheeran. Yeah, sort of his operative word there because he really doesn't <laughs> hasn't changed much, and he's incredibly talented. Like he really is mind boggling. Yeah. But if you just saw him, yeah. you'd go. Eh, get in line behind me. I got here first, you weird kid. Like, you just, yeah. I don't know, something about him. And those of you, you know, those of you on the audience, men or women who just say, oh, my God, I think he's so handsome. Would you think Ed Sheeran was so handsome if, if it weren't for his music? Would it be like... The answer is no. The answer is no. They yeah, can see, lie to me all Claire they want. says he's a sex god. You see you see Ed Sheeran uh, washing your car at the, uh, the drive-through car wash. They're like... Yeah. He's cleaning your window. Do you say... That is a handsome fellow right there. Yeah, but I will say this, Claire, and this is why maybe this is why you like him. He's an average dude with extraordinary talent. I think that's I'm a dude speaking here with uh, yeah. fully heterosexual tendencies, yeah. but I I I find that attractive in people. Yes. You know, where sure. they don't need to look like a freaking chisel-cut model. They're just no. people that do amazing work. It's why I like movies that don't get all WB and make everybody pretty or television shows. Like, right. I don't like the Berlanti effect. I like, right. Right. unless you're talking Doom Patrol, which works pretty well over there. Oh, yeah. I saw you watch that for uh, Couch Party. Yeah. Oh, I was so glad. I, I really liked it. I watch more of it with you. Yeah, I, I loved it. It was great. When we fin- So I was, I was yeah. thinking as we finish Ms. Marvel and then we'll, we'll, pick we'll rip through that. Doom yeah, Because yeah. I really like it. Anyway, enough about Ed Sheeran. Let me tell you guys a little bit about our uh, friends over on Patreon who support us. It's you guys yeah. out there. You guys help us uh, make this show possible and help pay the bills. We need it. So head on over to patreon.com slash TMS as we near the end of this month and launch into a new year. Uh, we got all kinds of cool ideas coming up. Not just TMS Vegas, but other cool ideas. So stick around for more and check out patreon.com slash TMS for all the cool benefits you'll get. You'll never get commercials. you get pre-show content every day. You'll get couch parties like Brian just mentioned art in the mail and other great benefits that happen on the monthly but only if you join us at patreon.com slash tms that'll do it for us uh brian we probably should play a song do you have one of those should. i do yavang uh in the uh, tadpole but he goes by the name troy in oh, real life says okay. hello and happy holidays friends it's hard to believe but this year marks my 10th year of being a tms fan time flies when you're having fun all those years ago, a friend told me about a podcast doing Star Trek trivia. I'm a huge Trek fan. I had to check it out, but I soon realized that Trek trivia was only a small part of the show, and the hosts made me feel like I was listening to a couple of old friends. Oh. Well, we are. Uh, just not that old. No. Uh, keep that in yeah. mind. Not 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 friends who are old for a long time, but two guys who are really old who are good friends. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about really old, but I know what you mean. <laughs> really, really old. Yeah, really, really I old. I came for the Trek trivia, but stayed for the poop jokes and Brian. December 5th was my, or I'm sorry, December 15th was my birthday. And I would love it if you could play a cover song from my favorite, fra- favorite, favorite, their fragrant uh, brass band, 
Brass Against. Thanks for all the laughs, Troy, a.k.a. Yavang. Nice. How's he spell uh, well, Yavang, by the way? How's that spelled? Yavang. Y-A-V-A-N-G. Okay. That's interesting. Just like yeah. it sounds. Like if you were to, if I were to say spell Yavang in the fewest letters possible, that is exactly what you would do. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's, that is the truth. Uh Happy to do it. This is from their uh, self-titled album from 2018 covering uh, Rage Against the Machine. Here is Brass Against and Wake Up. Oh, awesome. So a plan for the week, just to give everybody a little idea of what to expect. We have shows tomorrow uh, for Wednesday. We have a show Thursday, uh, Friday, couch party. Like, it's all normal. Okay, it is. All right, I wasn't sure. I think so, unless there's something... That I'm not remembering. I think everything's no, good. We gonna, and we're going to do a show uh, the day after Christmas. Oh, uh, Monday. Because a lot of people will be off on yeah, that day yeah, because they have Christmas uh, is on a Sunday, so their boss gives them. Monday that's true. Off. We could do a we could do like a special show and just do some fun stuff, you know, different oh, than usual. I love that. Yeah. 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 All right, we'll come up with something. But uh, anyway, and then we got this thing on the 31st where we're part of the streamathon over there with the uh, oh, what's there? I forgot the name of the thing. The Extra Life uh, Streamathon. Yeah, this the, they're doing it. It's all charity. We do it every year. The NYE. They, yeah, the Diamond Club folks. Yeah, the Diamond Club guys, but they call it oh, Ritual Misery. That's it. Ritual Misery. That's right. Okay. Uh, that's happening on the 31st. I think our time is 3:30 that afternoon. Okay, the, I was curious. I was just going to ask you because I'd forgotten. I so. think. Let me make sure of that I have it right here. I can tell yeah, you. Uh, it is. That's a Saturday. That's Saturday. It's Saturday. Saturday. Uh, it is not showing up. Oh, here it is. Oh, I found it. Uh, three thirty Mountain Time. So there you go. Cool. That's us. Yep. That'll be right before Tom's thing. So stick around for his as well. Anyway, that'll do it for us. Thank you all for being here today. We'll see you tomorrow.
show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com Little 